Welcome to the Teacher Interview Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Creasel. I work as Director of Innovation and Instructional Support in Fullerton School District. And every week, we sit down and get to know a teacher better. My goal is to learn what drives and guides teachers, especially when venturing into that risky territory of trying something new. Join me. Today on the Teacher Interview Podcast, Matt Mankwich takes my spot as interviewer and talks to Alyssa Larnard. She teaches kindergarten at Ornstorp Elementary. Welcome to the Teacher Interview Podcast. I am not Wes Creasel. I am Matt Mankwich, filling in for Wes Creasel. I am joined today by uh, Alyssa Larnard. Emphasize the nerd. Emphasize the nerd. Um, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. I noticed you took your, your antlers off. Yeah. Crazy Why? hat day. Crazy hat day, and Crazy. you went as as uh, a, a reindeer. reindeer. Okay, very Tis cool. Tis the season. Absolutely. Get into that school spirit. Absolutely. Very cool. What was the best uh, crazy hat in your class today? Aside from yours, of course. Well, mine was just plain. Uh, the best crazy hat. Oh, the, there's this one little girl. She had, like, a cat hat, but then she had like all these beanie babies, like hot glue to the hat. It was really cute. Actually, all their hats were so cute. Right. When they're five, everything's cute. This is true. I have a six-year-old, so I understand that, mm-hmm. and a four-year-old. Um, all right, so let's let's get into this. Okay. Um, how long have you been teaching? This is my fourth year. Fourth year, and where do you teach, and what do you teach? Orangethorpe Elementary, and I teach kindergarten. But okay. I taught second grade for the last two years. So the first year I taught kindergarten, I got moved. Am I too loud? No, you're okay. You're, you're doing wonderful. <laughs> I got moved to second grade for two years, and I met the best teaching partner in the world, Katie Dukeshire, and then uh, we both got moved to kindergarten last year. Very cool. I started in second grade. I spent five years teaching second oh, really? grade. It's second grade's such a fun grade. It's, they're like old enough where they can take care of themselves exactly. a little bit, but still young enough that they really want to please you. And they love you so much. Yes, I know. And they're absolutely. the best cleaner uppers. Like yeah. the kindergarten, I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm uh, going to have to clean this up that later. That's too funny. Okay, so tell us, how did you become a teacher? <clears throat> um, well, I think I've always wanted to become a teacher. I've always been so bossy. Not that teachers are bossy. <laughs> we have our moments. But we do have our moments. But I think I've always just wanted to become a teacher. I think it's just innate in me. I mean, I've wanted to do a lot of things. Like, I went to school to become a flight attendant, and then I was like, no, I don't want to do this. I wanted to be an interior designer. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. But, like, in the back of my mind, I think I've always wanted to become a teacher. So I'm like, I'm going to do this. And it's like I stuck with it. So... I know it was meant to be. So I can see the interior designer connection to being a teacher, right? I'm sure your bolts and boards are awesome. Oh, on on point. <laughs> How do you go from flight attendant to teacher, though? Okay, so I wanted to be a flight attendant because I thought when I was, like, 19 years old, I want to travel the world. That's what I want to do. But then my the instructor was like, you're never going to have a family. Just kiss the family goodbye. And I was like, wait, what? I'm, they're like, yeah, my marriage has failed. I'm like, wait, what? Like, I wasn't even married. I wasn't even planning on getting married and having kids at the time and I don't any well I don't have kids now but that's that's a that's a whole different that's kinda, a whole different story yeah, this is but not a dating podcast no, this, this is a teaching <laughs> podcast um but uh 
I was like, no, I want to have a family. They're like, like big Christmas, you'll miss Christmas and stuff like that. I'm like, no, like that's it's not for me. And then I just all that hard work, but that's okay. So I mean, what what do you see similarities? Uh, obviously, these jobs have come, or the you know these potential jobs, I guess, have come from interest or things inside of you. Yeah. Like, what do you think it is about you that says, yeah, flight attendant, that'd be a cool job, and teaching, that'd be cool. Where are the similarities, the crossovers? I guess I like. I guess I like to serve. But serving in a different way, sure. like, I like to serve people, you know, I like to make me, people happy, and I guess that's, like, a connection, that flight attendant okay. and teachers, I don't know. Okay, really, cool. okay. <laughs> really, it was just for traveling. Okay, so you decided you don't be a teacher, and then what? <laughs> and then I was super lucky. So my mom works at the school district. Um, she works at Richmond, but she used to work at Woodcrest. So I would go to the school and I would actually volunteer all okay. the time. And that's how I met Rochelle Woof. So she, I was her little prodigy and I'm sure she's like, oh, when she hears this, um, I was her little prodigy. And then um, I guess networking, like people don't understand how much networking helps you it's in true. every single field. Like teaching and just like other stuff in general. And so I made connections there and my mom's here and then Luckily, like right when I got out of the credential program, I got a job right away because Rochelle Wolf was our assistant principal. They, well, it sounds like she didn't just pick you. It sounds like you sort of earned that spot. Yes. Oh, yes. Lots of, lots of, do this, do that. So one of the people that Wes talked to before this interview was Rochelle Wolf. Rochelle. Um, one word to describe you. Can you guess what that word might be? With her? With her. Oh, my gosh. She had to pick one word for you. I don't know what she picked. She's crazy. She put three exclamation points behind it, and the word was energetic. Energetic! <laughs> which, it's, it's too bad this is not a, a vlog, because people would see that you are the most animated storyteller. Oh, I know. My just hands, in the first few minutes everything. right here. Absolutely. And so, so talking about your experience there, um, Rochelle's asked, what is uh, a moment when Alyssa was just being Alyssa? And she talked about when you were in college mm -hmm. um, and how you volunteered to come on multiple field trips, activities, school events, way outside your mandated hours. Yes. Um, you would help with school clubs, making posters. You were truly there because of the kids. And they weren't even paying you yet. She's so cute. I love like, her. Tell me about it. What was it? Was this like your, your obviously it wasn't your first experience in the school because your mom worked there. Yeah. But this is your first experience probably as like the adult, right? Yeah. So like, tell me about it. Do you love it? Do you... Yeah, she was so cool. She would like, hey, want to teach a lesson? I'm like, uh, yeah. Like, I was like, absolutely. I want to teach a lesson. So like, I would pretend like I was a teacher, like even though I was older, but like, that's a big deal. Sure. So I would pretend and like, I would do these lessons and they were so fun. She like really let me help inside the classroom, even though like I wasn't even like, um, a student teacher of hers. She would just let me do what I want and like art project, science stuff. So she was really cool. I love any, her. Are there any moments from that time? Cause you spent ample hours there. Any moments that like stood out to you where you're like, this is it. Like, I know this is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. You know, she used to make me like do like little tests with the kids, like not dibbles, but very similar sure. to dibbles. And I love doing it. I love listening to that. Well, I love teaching reading. It's like my favorite, favorite thing to teach. And when I was like, kind of like teaching them like little reading stuff and testing their reading, I'm like, oh, I love this. This is so awesome. What do you love so much about reading? <gasps> In kindergarten, it's like when it clicks, it clicks, and it's like the best moment ever. They're like, I can read a word, and I'm like, you can read a word. 
Like, I'm probably more excited than the kids are. I'm like, <laughs> like oh my God, yes! Sorry. That was that's, loud. That, that's okay. That's going to be so encouraging for them, though, to see, like, I mean, the, the listeners cannot see the look on your face. Oh, yeah. But, like, I'm excited for this kid, and I'm, they're only hypothetical just seeing how excited you are and how pumped you it's, are. So. It's the best feeling in the world. Even in second grade, when we had, like, struggling readers and stuff, like, when they would get it, it'd be like, oh, my God, yes, like, best feeling ever. I love it. I love it. Um, they asked Rochelle uh, just for some, some bonus information oh, about okay. you. And Rochelle said that you have an amazing heart and that you are never satisfied with the status quo. Oh, no. Yeah. So tell us about that. I just, I always, I always feel like maybe I'm too hard on myself, but I always feel I can do better. Like, I can do better. Like, I don't want to do the same thing as last year. I want to create new things. It's fun for me to create new things, so. So, to create new things, let, give us an example. What's something new maybe that you've created? I don't know, like, just, like, fun things for the kids to do, like, centers or, like, maybe, like, a craft or an activity, just stuff, little stuff like that. Well, can you give us an example of, like, a center that you've created or a craft or... Okay, so, for example, like, even though, like, I've seen it on TPT, I'll still, like, do it myself, like, because my ne- my kids' needs and are different than what I see on TPT. Absolutely, so it's, it's like, not. okay, so that on TPT... I can't use that. That's my kids aren't there yet. So then I'll just create it myself. Not that I'm copying or stealing. Like I'm just making it my own. Sure. So like, I was. I didn't tell Katie. She's gonna be mad. But um, uh, I created like this candy cane thing, and we're really focusing on recognition of one to twenty. So. I'm gonna have them like put the candy canes one to twenty recognition. Like I'll write on them and stuff like that. Just little stuff like that. Sure. <laughs> you know, like learning should be fun, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's those little things that make you know counting or number recognition exactly. like that much more yeah. enjoyable. That's very and thematic. Cool. If you're in kinder, always thematic. It's got to be cute, exactly. right? It's got to be cute. Very cool. So you mentioned Katie. Yes. Katie Doucher, correct? Yes. Wes also contacted her. She's one of your kindergarten colleagues she's, at Orange Star. She's my bestie. That's uh, that's, <laughs> that's what I heard. Um, so they asked Katie for one word to describe you, and she said energetic. No, she didn't. She said the same thing as Rochelle. It's so, so funny. The, so there's a theme here, and I'm sure people can hear it in your voice. Uh, but you, you probably got to have this kind of energy to to get through a day in kindergarten, right? Oh, you gotta, yeah. You got to keep those guys Those 10,000 steps. It's what's easy your, to get them in kinder. <laughs> what's your best? So like anyone who's ever taught kindergarten or had little kids or seen mm-hmm. kindergartens, like, okay, it's like herding cats, right? What's your best tool for keeping all those kids tuned into you all day? Oh, a lot of moving like constantly like because I have two carpet areas luckily I have a really big room so we have like our carpet squares Mm -hmm. and then we have our um, sit spots which are kind of like carpet squares so we're constantly moving up and down a lot of TPR like multimodal stuff like just always moving always tell what's TPR a total physical response okay I feel like a college student saying that. that. Well, okay. <laughs> well, we're teachers. We love acronyms. Yes. So what's an example of some TPR that you might use in your classroom? Um, just like, okay, so for example, Katie is really into like choreography. So she choreographs all our moves for us. I, um, I know. She's awesome. But um, so for, we got our new uh, Wonders program. Mm-hmm. So with like uh, Zoophonics or Letterphonics, mm-hmm. they did all the, the moves with it. We're like, oh, well, those moves don't match what we're doing. So we created, or Katie created new moves. So we just do that all the time. It really helps them like when they're doing it to remember totally. what, what the sounds like, ah, buh. 
Yeah, no. uh, yeah absolutely. Very cool. So um, it's, it sounds like you've got a lot of respect for Katie, and you yes. love working with Katie. And I'll, you guys just, I'm going to talk about her all the time. Sorry. Well, that's okay, because <laughs> she was talking about you, and she uh, said you two, well, first of all, she said, our moments and memories together are countless, but here's just a story of us and how we teach together. <laughs> we always joke that we're an old married couple. <laughs> She's the man, always. So she said, apparently, she's the husband yes. because she's able to fix things. And uh, you're the wife because you make everything cute. <laughs> I love that. Um, with that said, Alyssa is amazingly talented at creating technology projects, crafts, classroom decor, and so much more. She said she always teases you that you should open up your own TPT oh store. Oh, my gosh, I know. Okay, so she made me get an Instagram. Like, seriously, for two years, she's like, you should get an Instagram. You should get one of those teacher Instagrams. I'm like, no, like, I want to do that. And finally, I opened one, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Now I have to keep up with everything. Oh. And so, yeah. So, TPT store is maybe, <laughs> maybe. It's like, she's like, I'll create the title page, or I'll create the, um, what is that page called? To resource page or credits page. Sure. She's like, I'll do that. That's the worst part. I'm like, oh my gosh. So like social media is obviously a, a good way to do some informal PD. Do you keep up with your Instagram account? I do. I just started it. I do. So kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Do you do a lot of searching for, I know you'd mentioned like. Um, Instagram is life. It is life. <laughs> uh, teacher accounts, they're life. I'm like, oh, yes. Like, I know everyone likes the Twitter. The Twitter's life in FSD, but, sure. like, Instagram is life for me and the teacher <laughs> accounts. I love it. Um, very cool. So Katie said that Alyssa, you are probably the hardest working teacher she knows, and she's always putting the needs of her students first and working alongside her. Um, each and every day is such a joy that you push her to be a better teacher. Um, She's so cute too. So, so is it just the two of you in kindergarten? It's just the two of us. It's just it's been the two of us for three years now. Oh wow! Yeah. So we've been a team for three years. I hope we never get separated. I hope my admin hears that. <laughs> so I, I know how important it is to have have friends with uh, where you work, and especially you know this job we spend so much time there. Yes. So. Um, tell us more about your your uh, BFFness. <laughs> my with, PIC, yeah, my you, partner in crime. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, well, she had a partner for a long time mm -hmm. for for like what five years or something like that, and she got moved from her, and she thought it was the end of the world. But really, yeah. it was me <laughs> just starting to rock just her world. The I know, <laughs> starting to rock her world. Um, but we just get along so well. We it's really nice because we bounce ideas back off of each other. Yeah. So I'll say one thing. She's like, Alyssa, let's bring it down a little bit. Like, come on. But then she'll be like, oh, what if you add this? So basically what she said, like, she does, like, all the fixing and stuff, and I just make it look cute. Not that I don't do all that stuff, but I'm just like, oh, but we could do this. And she's like, yes. Like, we just, we flow so well. Like, our energy is so good together. So it sounds like you guys have complementary strengths. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we took, like, this quit. We went to a really awesome training for the past two days. Um, it's about tr uh, trauma response and, like, love and logic and all that stuff. And it's so funny because all of our similarities and our differences like what our strengths and weaknesses they were so similar it was crazy like we took that quiz like I don't know it was just we're, we're very similar but then we're very different so she said oh you're you should have scored yourself higher on this I'm like no like I don't think that she's like Yes, like she's like, you should have gave yourself organization should have been number one for you. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not that organized. She's like, everything has a place, Alyssa. I'm like, 
but it's messy in my room right now. So. That's funny. So she's like a cheerleader for you. We were both cheerleaders. No, oh, well, all we right. We were both cheerleaders, oh, yes. That makes sense. Uh-huh. But like, you know, like personal, yes, personal, personal cheerleaders. Yes, she is my cheerleader. Yeah. She's like, go oh, listen. I'm like, yeah. Everybody needs one, Exactly, right? You exactly. give all that energy to your kids. Very cool. Mm. Um, Oh, she also called you her work bestie. Yes. So, yeah. And she's very honored to be your colleague, so that's cool. Um, Wes also talked to your mom, Ophelia, it sounds like. Um, and your mom, she loves you very much. I can tell. She says, I have many positive words to describe Alyssa, but if I can only choose one, it's dedicated. Oh, she's such a mom. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say that? I don't know. She said a lot of stuff about me. She's cute, too. All of my, I love everybody. They're so cute. <laughs> So um, we asked her for a moment when you were just being you, and she talked about how your grandfather recently passed. Mm -hmm. And um, she said it was just, you know, a surreal and heartbreaking time for your family, and you just, you know, even though you were grieving yourself and going through it, you just jumped right in to help others. Yeah. And, you know, you're still working um, and obviously dealing things on your own, but you volunteered to help with, um, she said, many aspects of her grandfather's service. Mm -hmm including writing and presenting a beautiful speech. Oh, my speech was cool. Like, I love my grandpa. Like, we're so similar, and I miss him every single day. It's, like, been, what, like a month, I mm -hmm. think, since he passed away. Um, but, yeah, the speech, it was a really nice speech. I he's. Have you ever seen the movie Big Fish? I haven't. Oh, you're missing out on life. Oh, well, I'll add it Everybody, to my, please I'll, do some I'll homework. Throw it on the Netflix queue. Yes, um, and it's about this guy who tells a lot of stories, and he's so animated. And I think that's where I get a lot of my personality from is him. And it just—it's totally his life. And I just wrote, um, basically, um, not his eulogy, but you know, like a little speech about him about yeah. that. But yeah. I miss him. That guy was awesome. Do you? You said he tells a lot of stories. Do you? Oh my gosh! <laughs> do Do you have an hour? Does we, this podcast have an hour? We have I as mean. much time as you need. Tell us. No, he's just he is such a storyteller, and the best thing about him is that he would tell stories. And I'm like, I looked at him, and I'm like, I called him Papa. I'm like, Papa. I've heard that one before. And I said, and I'm pretty sure that's um, not how it went last time. He's like, well, it most certainly did go that way. I said, you're losing it. You're losing it. No, but he just he just liked to tell stories. Not all of them were the truth. Sure. I think, you know, he exaggerated a little bit, but he was so engaging and he always like captivated his audience. And I don't know, he's, I think that's where I get it from. Like my energy and like, having good conversations with people and mm -hmm. you feel like you channel that into your classroom yeah yeah and how does that how does that help you how does that work for you well it keeps everybody engaged like right. when you when you talk to kids like I feel like a lot of students especially where I work you know we work in a really low you know socioeconomic mm -hmm. area parents don't talk to their kids you know and that's a little bit sad. So, like, when I talk to kids, it's so fun because they'll talk back. Or, and they're learning how to speak to someone, right, right. which is a whole... Like, I would talk... There's this one little girl. I'd be like, hey, how was your weekend? She's like... Like... She's talking to me. What do I do I now? Was like, I was like, what did you do? Oh, uh, good. I'm like, <laughs> but what did you do, sweetie? She's like... Uh, what should be? Um, but now they're like opening up and they're learning how to have a conversation. So yeah. and just talking to people, it really makes people's day. 
I don't know. I just well, and it's such an important life skill too, right? Yeah, having, being able to have a conversation with absolutely, somebody. Absolutely, it's hard, but it's hard. Even as an adult, sometimes you're like, oh man, like I don't even know how to have a conversation with this person. <laughs> but no, it's it's so important for us to talk to the kids. Like, not about school stuff, but about, like, personal stuff, too. Like, how are you doing? Like... So you say that's important. Why, why is that so important? Because you don't know how they're doing. Like, they could look like they're okay, but they may have not, like, ate breakfast. They may have had a dad that went to jail, which mm-hmm. we have a lot, you know. They may have not been sleeping at home or mom went to jail or anything. It's just getting to know them is just so incredibly important in them telling us, you know, because they could walk in and be totally okay and you don't think anything's wrong until you ask them. Mm-hmm. It's really, just ask, just ask. Just ask, it's so just simple. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, I want to circle back to one of the things we talked about earlier. Uh, Rochelle talked about how you're never satisfied with the status quo. Um, and you said you've been teaching four years mm-hmm. now. Um, I know you've changed grades. Do you feel like any of those years have been the same for you? No, oh my gosh, no. I wish they were, but they're not. <laughs> so how is it how's it always changing for you every year? Well, first we've had new curriculum. So when I first came in here there was no curriculum. I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I do? My brand new, like I don't know what to do. Like help me somebody. But I, you know, I made it work. I found a lot of stuff and now we have a curriculum. So then I was learning go math. And then the second year, I was like, oh, my gosh, I could do this with math, and I could do this with math. Like, like, what are some of those things you can do? Okay, so, like, last year we did this really fun activity. Like, I don't know what chapter we were working on, but we were second grade. We were doing Go Math. I was like, you know what? Let's have a snowball fight. So I made, like, this little thing, and, it, you know, it was about... I need Kate to help me. I don't know what it was about. I think it was, like, um, a double-digit addition. Sure. So... Uh, they had to solve the problem. So basically they crumpled it up, they threw it, and then they picked it up, and then they had to solve it within one minute, and then they crumpled it up, and then they threw it again, and then they picked another one up, and they, so it was a big snowball fight, but it was so fun inside the classroom. You're just having them practice their their addition. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But they think they're throwing snowballs. Exactly. I'm like, no throwing at the face. (laughs) From the hips down, you can throw. Could have been a horrific math accident. I know, oh my gosh, yeah. That's so cool. Um, I love that. That's definitely a fun way to uh, to spend math practice. Well, that's what they're going to remember. I mean, they're not going to remember, like, okay, everybody, let's go math time. Um, uh, 5.7, get it out, everybody. Let's just do this. No, they're going to remember the fun stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And I get it. Some teachers, it's it's hard to do that every single day. Like, we have to do the go math, you know, little packet thingies. But I understand that. But, you know, you always want to try to incorporate, like, a few fun things into the lessons. Like, you got to teach the core, but don't forget about the fun stuff. You can't forget about the fun no, stuff. No, because that's Abs- what they're going to remember. Absolutely. Do you feel, um, you know, that people have mentioned that creativity is one of your strengths. Do you feel like you're able to uh, pass that on to your kids or model that for your kids, encourage that in your kids? Yeah, yeah. Right now we're working on following directions right, right. now. I mean, I know it's day 72, everybody, but let me tell you, five-year-olds, they really need help with directions uh so i don't know yeah they get to be creative but also i want to teach them how to follow directions because not everyone's like me that's really important so like first grade they're not like me you know but i want to make sure that they can be successful in the classes that they go up to you know where they can 
like with me, they can have fun, be creative, but another teacher, that n might not be her forte, you know, but I want to make sure that if I send them off, they're going to be successful for the rest of their lives. And cr creativity requires structure, too. Exactly. Right? Exactly. There's creativity and there's just doing what the first thing that comes to your mind. Exactly. That's not the best yes. thing. Very cool. I know. There's, there's <laughs> weird. everybody. You probably hear the train in the background. We were talking about the trains earlier. Um, that train's a great way to bring this podcast to a close, though. So, um, just to sort of sum you up here, high energy and engagement seems to be your your main tool that you bring to, which is an important tool for the kindergarten classroom. Yes, yes. And um, everyone's like, "God, I wish I had your energy," and I'm like, "Yeah." Sometimes I wish I had my energy too. I'm like, "Woo!" Like I need to settle down a minute. But we take your energy and we, you know, you couple it with your your dedication and your commitment and what obviously seems to be your care and love for your kids. Yes. And I just, love them to death. Just They're makes so cute. you an awesome, awesome teacher. Thanks. So thank you so much for joining us today and for talking with us. Of and course. Get some rest because it sounds like you've needed it. Oh yeah. I'm gonna make some stuff this weekend, everybody. Like make some stuff we'll, fun we'll, stuff for next week. We'll, you know what's December. We'll we'll check the insta. Oh yeah, check the insta. Okay, right on. Thank <laughs> right, you so thanks. much, Alyssa Lerner. Thank you. This has been the Teacher Interview Podcast. Thank you for joining us.